Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. So today we're going to be covering Genesis chapter 7, 8 and 9 and the reason why I'm combining this is because they are basically the same story. And this is a story where Noah had finished building the big ark <laughs> or as I'm calling it, the cruise ship. <laughs> um, and now it was the time when Noah needed to enter to enter it and the animals. So in these chapters, Noah's family and the animals enter the ark. And the rain falls in an overflow for 40 days. It submerged the earth in water for more than a year. It was a, more, it was actually more than a year. When the water finally resides, God calls Noah's, Noah's family out of the ark and reaffirms his covenant with Noah. Upon exiting the ark, Noah's family finds the earth that is moist and green again. God promises that from this fertile earth, will follow an equally fertile lineage for Noah and his family. But humankind must follow certain rules. As I had mentioned in chapter Genesis chapter 1, is that every blessing comes with a level of obedience. So in a, humans must, must not eat meat with blood still in it. And everyone who murders another human must be killed. I know. <laughs> God vows never to destroy the earth again. And he designated the rainbow to be a symbol of this covenant in chapter 9 god blesses noah and his sons and say to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth please note that because we will we'll see it we will see how they decided to not do this <laughs> in a few chapters to come so the the command i don't even think this is like a blessing this was an instruction this is what you are going to get out of this ark and do you're going to be fruitful multiply and fill the earth and then one night, um, after they had left the, uh, the ark, Noah becomes drunk because now after Noah left the ark, he became a farmer and was farming vineyards. <laughs> he was having like vineyards and vineyards. Um, that's what he was farming. So Noah became drunk and he lied in naked in his tent. Ham, one of his son sees his, his nakedness, um, and tells his brothers Shem and Japheth. So Shem and Japheth cover their father without looking at him. And when Noah woke up, he curses Ham's Ham and his descendants, the Canaanites, and Ham's for for Ham's uh, you know disrespect and indiscretion. What? Big words at 6 a.m. <laughs> Declaring that he, they will serve the future descendants of Ham's brothers. Is that his? Okay, Ham the descendants wake wakakuwa cast. So that they can serve the descendants of Shem and Japheth, who are not cast. So my personal takeout is that first God repeats the initial command that He had given Adam and Eve. Remember that at this point He had wiped out all the other human humans apart from Noah's uh, family. So He still needed the earth to be populated. So He said, "Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth." So He repeated the initial command that He had given Adam and Eve. In Genesis chapter 9 verse 3, God now gives every moving thing that lives to be food for us. <laughs> for us, You know, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 29, God gave us every plant that yields seed as food. Like he gave us plants. We were, we were vegans <laughs> from Genesis chapter 1 verse 29 all the way to Genesis chapter 9 verse 3 where he said, now you can live, eat every moving thing that lives for food just don't eat it when it still has blood as in eh, now i get up to eat weird things like snails and locusts and what 
I get it. But me, I'm just happy that now I can eat choma from this point onwards. <laughs> and the other thing that I was on my personal takeout is that disrespect attracts curses. Ham disrespected his father and his generations and generations after that were cursed. How am I applying this? Um, I'm applying this by knowing that I should be respectful, by striving to be respectful, especially to people that I relate with on a daily basis. Let me tell you, one of the the things that um, God is reminding me in this season is that my my, firstborn sister says that sometimes I disrespect her, which is, it could be true. It is true. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, when you're sisters and you're used to joking around together, you forget that, eh, who you first born, by the way? Who you lima mako? Who you let? Especially for us, because our parents passed on when I was pretty young. So that means my uh, first born pretty much brought me up. So she's pretty much pretty much my second mom. So she says that sometimes I I argue with her, or, you know. So how this word is. Um, I'm going to apply it is being respectful to her that I know that yeah there's their boundaries we can joke we can laugh we can pick our stories uh, but there are places where I just need to be more respectful and more respectful to even my clients more respectful to the people that I relate with even as I serve God just being more respectful and as for me I, I feel like because I went to school pretty young everybody I was in school with everybody I was in class with was always older than me and all my friends are actually most are all older than me <laughs> so because we i relate with older people and like we laugh and that sometimes i can forget the boundaries so my my application from this word is to be more respectful and to always remember that you know ris- disrespect will always attract a curse so anyway yeah that's that's genesis chapter 7 8 and 9 i hope you enjoyed it I'm still encouraging you guys to go and read the word for yourself or listen to the word for yourself. Like the stories are out of this one. Any what I'm giving you guys is like a drop in the ocean. You should just go and listen and just hear how amazing and how (laughs) amazing these stories are. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow I will be covering Genesis chapter 10 and 11. See you tomorrow. Bye.